Hello everyone, it's Whitney, and I want to welcome you to Ladies Takeover Empowerment Podcast, where we're all about helping you to succeed and become the very best version of yourself. And on tonight, it's season six, and it is our fifth episode talking about love and health. This is our live relationship edition, and I am so excited to have our special guest on tonight. So please help me welcome my good friends and my family, none other than Smokey and Tammy Frazier. How are you hey, guys? Hi. Hello. Hello. I'm Smokey. And I'm Tammy. Yes. I'm going to do your intro. <laughs> do it. Do it. I love it. So um, everyone that's watching may not know, we're here to help everyone. Um, we've been doing the Siri Orange Relationships, but you guys have your own podcast. Yes. So tell everyone about your podcast and and then um, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, how long you've been married, all that good stuff. Okay. So we have a podcast based on blended families awesome. and how we made it work. And we were hoping that we could help other blended families, you know, put the puzzle pieces together. It's beautiful. Um, we've been married 13 years. Really? Going on. 39, something like that. <laughs> something yeah. like Feel that. Feel like that. Right, right, right. <laughs> we are high school sweethearts. And um, once he graduated high school, he joined the Navy, saw the world. Uh, when I got out of high school, um, I guess mm-hmm. a couple of years later, he got out of the military, but he ended up marrying somebody. I ended up marrying somebody. So we were a part a total of 19 years. Wow. And then one day he slid in my DMs. <laughs> this is a going theme. And mm-hmm. people who are watching my podcast, this DMs is a well, little serious. Well, he didn't slide in. Well, technically, he didn't slide in my. Oh, okay. He sent a message to my sister. Uh, my sister sent it to me. Okay. And I really slid in his. So. Uh, excuse <laughs> me. Okay. And um, March 12th, 2009. Why do you remember this date? Is when you slid into his DM. Mm-hmm. So okay. that, so after that, that's the date we got married because that's uh, the date we got back together. Oh, so. that's special! Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, how many children do you guys have together? Fourteen. Feels like what? it. What? No. I was going to say. <laughs> you know what? I forgot who I. Had. <laughs> I forgot who I have. Right. Lord Jesus, no. help me. <laughs> so we have five. Okay. We're a party of seven. So, okay. Um, our our website, our Instagram, everywhere you can find us is 2X around 7. So that's our second time around, that's and we're cute. a party of 7. That's So cute. that's how we came up with that. I love that. Um, five kids, all but one are adults, and three grandchildren. Awesome. Very, very nice. Anything you want to add, Smokey? No, that's that's pretty much it. Except <laughs> she was robbing the cradle. But oh! I mean, you know, we're going to leave that there. <laughs> See, what is your, what's your rebuttal to that? Um, I think we can tell who's older. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. That is funny. So, um, you guys said that you met in high school. What mm-hmm. high school did you guys go to? Largo High School. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And you guys are from this area then? Yes. Right. Okay, great. So, tell us, you. this is your second time around. Mm-hmm. So, tell us how important communication is for you this time around what did you guys want to do differently this time that you did not do the first time? <laughs> that is a great question. And the reason that it's a great question, because whether it's your first marriage, your second or your third, mm-hmm. whatever, communication plays a vital role. Mm-hmm. And it's the verbal and the nonverbal yes. that 
seems to throw people off. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to toss it right back to you. But there's sometimes when I'm not feeling my best and she can know that and yeah. she can look at me mm-hmm. and say, hey, your mm-hmm. face is slotted. Mm-hmm. You know, what's going on? Um, so I, I think that's uh, an important thing. Uh, part of communication that's, uh, that I've learned that I needed in this relationship to make it work. That's mm-hmm. great. That's great, Tammy. I think that just going back to what we did before, the first time around, oh, we communicated very well. Mm-hmm. We communicated very well. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and once he joined the military, all communication was cut off. Okay. Um, he says he communicated with me but I never received any of that communication. <laughs> and so I don't know what happened to it. I believe him. I believe him. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I believe him, but I just never got any of that. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> and I think just probably given our whole situation. Yeah. But um, right now, I notice, you know, well, I, mean, I don't notice him because that was 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. But He's right. I have to read his nonverbal cues to understand what's going on with him. Mm. No matter how much I try to talk to him, mm-hmm. um, I, I asked him today. So tell me, how are you feeling? You know, and he's like, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. Okay, well, mm-hmm. let me read the room. Mm-hmm. Read the room today, and I just kind of let him be to mm-hmm. to do whatever he needed to do to get himself together. Mm-hmm. And um, we, you know, I. I can tell when he's not having a good day. Yeah. But I think with him having a degree in counseling, I think that's helped with his communication. Mm-hmm. Um, he knows all the questions to ask. When it comes mm-hmm. to asking mm-hmm. him the questions. About asking him. It's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a challenge. Yeah. It's a challenge. And to that degree, it's the <laughs> same Same with the nurse. Nurses are the, make the worst patients. patients. Uh-huh. So, yeah, they do know. say that. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's because you think that you know best, so you don't want anybody mm-hmm. else telling you yep. what it is. But to Tammy's point, um, it's not just that you have a degree, but is it because um, you are closed off from your emotions that you don't want to communicate what's going on? Or what do you think the real reason is that you aren't as open to communication? That that is a great, great question. And the reason that it's a great question is because the military has taught me how to compartmentalize Mm -hmm. my feelings. So I'm able to, well, sometimes to my demerit, I'm able to compartmentalize Mm -hmm. anger. I'm able to compartmentalize fear i'm mm-hmm. able to compartmentalize love mm-hmm. you know uh, mm-hmm. compartmentalize mm-hmm. sex mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. yeah so yeah it's all it all has its own space and mm-hmm. it's not all together it doesn't all mean the same thing i completely understand right. yeah i get it um so with that being said then what does that mean for you? So you said that you're able to read and understand, but how important is it for you to actually get communication or do you just go off of nonverbal communication? Um, I can, oh, I generalize Okay. based on what I'm seeing, what I'm hearing. I generalize his response 
so that I know which way to go. Okay. It's a challenge, and I'll just keep asking until I get to my answer mm-hmm. um, if I can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. I can't figure it out. Got you. So tell everyone what it is that you do because that probably plays a big role in how you're able to ask those questions. Oh, um, so right now, now, yeah. now I'm a school nurse, mm-hmm. high school nurse, mm-hmm. um, favorite job in the whole wild world. It really, it really <laughs> truly cool. is. I uh, left a leadership role and went back into the school system. And I think I used to be a high school nurse before okay. years ago. Okay. And that helped me be an open communicator with the children. Mm. So that like when we got back together, mm-hmm. I worked at a, a HIV clinic, uh, primary care and mm. high school. And just being exposed to all the different things that were going on. Mm-hmm. I had no problem communicating with my children. That's great. How to protect themselves, what to do, what not to do. So when we got together, sharing that same information, it was like, wait, whoa, he mm-hmm. was censoring me. Ah. And I'm like, no, we, mm-hmm. we need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And so he loosened up. That's good. He loosened up That's and he good. understood the importance. So I just wanted to keep everybody safe healthy and happy yeah um so we we work that out now Mm -hmm. and i can still do that still have an impact on the youth now in high school i'm a high school i don't want little people high school Mm -hmm. i want them on their verse to adulthood Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. she does the bigs i do the little so what is your what is your occupation so i'm a community school coordinator Mm -hmm. so basically what i do is i facilitate everything that's happening between the community the families and the school. So I'm the go-between. So if a parent comes in and they don't have access to resource, um, but they don't want to go to social services, I can provide some access to uh, businesses and friends that can get them what they need. Nice. Or um, conversely, um, if there's something that a school needs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like materials, uh, sports equipment. I can work my partners, and we can get refrigerators, or we can get um, appliances. We can nice. get sports equipment for nice. those underprivileged and marginalized individuals. Nice, nice. So, as you mentioned about. Um, talking with your children what did that look like between the two of you getting him to be more open how did that look what was that process like for you um i would equate it to pulling teeth (laughs) i I, I think that's a, a great analogy because um compartmentalizing uh-huh to me was as i looked hindsight was sometimes just shutting down. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, why? Because I said so. Mm-hmm. Ah. And then you have to go beyond the because I said so mm-hmm. to realize that you're talking to another adult. Yes. And if you're talking to another adult, then you should probably explain you know, yourself just a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, so. <laughs> just a little and bit. You know, with the youth these days, they want to know why. Yes. Why not tell them why? Yeah. Why not? Uh-huh. Why not tell them if you do this, this could happen. Yes. Or this will happen. Yes. So I didn't have a problem explaining mm-hmm. it. And I think just the middle one, the, the middle child, I think is the main reason mm. because the oldest 
didn't really ask why, mm-hmm. but that middle child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not just that, but they have so much information mm, to yes. their access and disposal that if you don't tell them and explain it the way that you want them to know, they're going to find they're out. They're going to find out. They're going to their their friends. Somebody going to tell them. And then they will affix that knowledge yes. to the truth. Yes, absolutely, a hundred percent. Um, I, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. My children are there. Mm-hmm. They, they. I try to have those conversations, but it don't happen with my children. So, <laughs> I don't get the liberty of having those discussions with them. Mm-hmm. I know that their father does. When I try to, it's kind of like, oh, mommy, mm-hmm. I. Well, I don't want to talk about it. So, did you force your children to talk about it? Like, what did you do? You're just laughing. Uh, I am very serious. Um, I think what. What I did, what I did mainly, (laughs) putting it out there, putting it out there. Okay. We're talking about love and health. This is important. We're we're talking about teenagers. Yeah. It was Uh instead of a bowl of candy Uh on the kitchen counter, it was a bowl of condoms. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, If you're going to do it, be safe about it. Okay. I would show pictures when I worked at the HIV clinic. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Or I would would share, oh, wow, I had this 20-year-old come in today and they tested positive. And this is what I had to do. Okay. And then they live with it for life. Right. Because their parents Mm -hmm. did not tell them to put it in the condom. Gotcha. Make sure he or she have a condom. Gotcha. So... And I think that's a that's a great point um, for church people as well. Our, our preaching is abstinence, absolutely yeah. abstinence mm-hmm. yeah. until you get married. But the fact of the matter is, yes. everybody's not, not talking about that. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. yeah, you're absolutely right. Because I know what we did. When we were in high school, and I wanted to avoid that, yeah. and so. Yeah, I'm yeah, just, you know, it took some some teeth pulling. Yeah, yes, but I he jumped on board, and mm-hmm. I think that helped yeah. even develop my relationship with his children. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. wonderful. That's great. So when it comes to um, other things that you guys do, you what is your degree in? Your background is in counseling. Is that what you said? Clinical mental health counseling. Okay, yes. clinical mm-hmm. mental health counseling which is by the way phenomenal um so how do you guys handle health challenges that may come because um i know that everyone you you take a vow for in sickness and health Mm -hmm. um you take a vow for richer for poorer Mm -hmm. i don't know if everyone takes into consideration when they're taking those vows mental health could be an issue Mm -hmm. so um with your background how do you handle that because do you feel like when you guys have conflicts that he's using the things that he has learned against you like listen don't psychoanalyze me like i just want the smoky that i married you know Um, what i mean so how do you guys handle um your conflicts i know he uses his tools oh okay um and i did call him out on it one time one time (laughs) but i honestly i think we handle our conflict the same way as we always have just take a time out we cook i like to cook with well i don't i'm sorry i'm done cooking we cook i'm done cooking (laughs) cooking. we cook and so if i need to have a conversation with him Mm -hmm. let's go in the kitchen we'll talk 
and we're we're heard i think when we're doing that we're in a good space okay um with knives and yeah and utensils <laughs> you're in a good space oh so you want to talk right, right? <laughs> yeah. okay. with All pots right. and pans <laughs> and hot grease <laughs> right. but nah, one that's, thing that's he's good, always though. said he was like, you can tell me anything. That's good. You know, you you can tell me anything. And so if I need to have that difficult conversation, I'm like, remember you said I could tell you anything, right? Okay, mm-hmm. then that means let me stop what I'm doing. Let me hear you out so I know I have this undivided. Okay. Um, I don't know. You feel like you can tell me? No, he don't tell me anything. That's I, a lot. I, I, okay. That, it takes time. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking about yeah, last no, night but, or the no, night before when you asked me. Uh oh. She was like, look at this. But that took time, didn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Uh-huh. Put I it mean, there. You ain't got to it's, it's love and health. So, yes, it is. So there's, there's parts of my body. All right. So just recently, I had a, a medical mm-hmm. um, situation, situation mm-hmm. that happened that made me do some reflecting on some things that mm. I can't take care of myself mm. as good or as well as I thought I could. Mm-hmm. And and there's some parts of me that I can't see. I'm a fat boy now. Mm. I get it. I'm older. I get it. I'm not able to bend over mm-hmm. and do play basketball. I get it. So I needed my helpmate yeah. to help me. Yeah. And if God put her there to help me, then I needed her to look at some places that I couldn't mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. and tell me if it's okay mm-hmm. or if we need to put a salve on it or mm-hmm. if, you know what mm-hmm. we need to do to make it better. Does mm-hmm. that, did yes. I, did yeah, I do that did, cleanly? You did, okay. you did very well. Yeah, yeah but, you're, but you're right. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're there for. Who, exactly. who else you want to do? Well, <laughs> I know who to right. hire if I need somebody <laughs> My background, oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah, background is home care. Well, yeah, okay. For real. Yeah, but she, she already told me that yeah. um, mm-hmm. if, if, it's, if it's a poopy situation, <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> you're not going there. <laughs> we, okay. We calling in the reserve. Okay, yeah. so yeah. you have your limits on health things that you would do. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So, I know what I can handle. <laughs> okay. I get you. I understand. I, I find myself in situations because I think that love and health goes beyond just uh your spouse Mm. we have family members that we may have to be in situations where we have to take care of i know that i had to take care of my father um because he could not take care of himself and our family decided that we didn't want a a home health aide or Mm -hmm. anyone to come in and take care of him we wanted to do it ourselves Mm -hmm. so i found myself in situations where i had to take care of and i was like i never would have imagined never Mm -hmm. would have imagined i remember going to see my godmother and i literally was like oh my god but i'm doing it and i'm like her feet are like thick with all of this like crust and Mm -hmm. she's asking me can i rub lotion on her Mm -hmm. feet right and i'm like (laughs) with some gloves see that yes no i can't i can't i can't can't and i'm doing it and i was doing it and i was just like i really love this woman because i can't believe Mm -hmm. that i am rubbing her feet and I didn't have gloves on. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, no. It didn't even dawn on me to ask for gloves. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I should have, but I didn't, and right. I did it because I loved her. Mm-hmm. And 
I don't think that it has ever dawned on me like a part of what my limit would be if I really love someone. Mm -hmm. But I think what you're saying is, is that it's okay to have a limit of what it is that you would or would not do because it doesn't mean that you don't love anybody. Well, when he got sick last weekend, I was going to go and clean up. Okay. And he said, no. Wow. He, no, don't even come in here. Really? And I mean, we literally just had the EMTs at the house. Really? And I'm like, are you serious? Are you sure? I got a bucket. I can get the mob. You know, I can do this. Wow. No. And he, he cleaned. Wow. And I'm, so he knows mm-hmm. what I can have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some people who have gag reflexes. And so oh, even though they're not yes. sick, they right. will vomit themselves yes. as soon as they see it. I know yes. a couple of people, actually. Mm-hmm. Now, I have I, been there and I mean, seen it. I put my mask on immediately. I put the mask on immediately. And I was there. Right. I was there for you. I was there for you. And, and, and that's that's a great point because it, um, support comes in many different it ways. Does. And and actually, that verbal support, even going back to verbal and nonverbal, yeah. that having that verbal cue, hey, I got you, you good. And I already know that if I'm blowing chunks, you're going to blow chunks too. Yeah. You know, so yeah. just stay over so one there. one is enough. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. We can't have both of us dehydrated. And it's really important because um, I remember it wasn't Christian. Joshua wasn't here yet. Christian was still here, but Christian was young. I We hadn't even been uh, married a year yet. I got I got pregnant on my honeymoon, so it had to be within our first year or two, mm-hmm. I guess maybe our second year, that the first time I ever had a seizure mm-hmm. and I was in the hospital. Mm. And I didn't know what it was. I was singing somewhere. Um, my father was preaching. He asked me to come to sing a solo. I started singing the solo, and all of a sudden, like I finished and I stepped off the stage and like fell mm-hmm. on the ground. Mm-hmm. And they rushed me to the hospital and then they kept me. And, um, while I was there, it that was the first time that it happened. And then it started happening like more and more frequently. And we didn't know why, no one understood. And I think that it was frustrating for my husband mm-hmm. because I was young and he's trying to figure out like, I didn't marry, I ain't marry nobody that was sick. I don't, and I don't right. even know if he could comprehend because what was happening was, is that it was leaving him to take care of yes our young baby and I couldn't get myself together enough Enough. because when you have a seizure your body like my whole left side of my body would go numb Mm -hmm. it took me like two weeks almost to like get back fully functioning Mm -hmm. to be able to do things and I don't think we ever really had a conversation about Hmm. my health Hmm. we just kind of molded over and just would act like it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And that's not healthy for mm-hmm. anybody. I was about to say, that sounds like what happened. So I had, um, what was it called? Bell's, Bell's palsy. I had Bell's really? palsy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so what Bell's palsy is, the well, with mine, one side of my face would just droop uh-huh. down. Paralyzed. Paralyzed. So even with even after this current seizure, um, that was some of the tremors that she she noticed that my face was swollen, but then this side was, was still droopy. droopy. We were on a FaceTime call with a friend, and it was funny because both of us said, At the, almost the same Smokey, time. Smokey, you see that? Really? You, I thought, you see that? 
you know really and, and, yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it's crazy because like um what ends up happening is is when you don't acknowledge it yep. mm-hmm. like people both sides start having resentment yep. you you get frustrated and i think that the re- the unsaid response was was like this big elephant in the room is is that like that's not who i married you mm-hmm. you tricked me i i didn't ask for this i didn't want any of this right. and he he probably he said it on the um <laughs> on the podcast on the first episode he was like you tricked me mm-hmm. i didn't i mean <laughs> I didn't do it intentionally. It's not like I was just asking to be sick. But there was a lot of things that happened quickly on and early on in our marriage. And um, so what advice could you give people with dealing with health issues or how to handle when health issues come up in your marriages? I actually include him. I I found that I'm more adherent to my medication plan at night. Mm. And so I would never see him taking anything. And so I started mixing in his medicine. Mm. And um, now I'll toss him the bag because you know, everybody has their, their medicine in the bag. Mm. I, I'm, it's home care. That's what they do. They okay. just put it in a shopping bag somewhere. And so I kept ours in a bag. I tossed him the bag and I waited. Really? And so it made him pull out the medications he needs to know what he's taking and You're why. Right. He needs to know what I'm taking and why. Because if anything happens, we have to be able to speak for each You're other. You're absolutely right. So I include him in it. He will come to all of my appointments. What appointment he making but a physical, you know. <laughs> so I'm like, FaceTime me when you're at the doctor. Unless I'm taking him, FaceTime me when you're at the doctor. And that's what we did. Um and right now, I'm just, I'm there with him right now at all the appointments, granted. Well, I just have no choice. Yeah, but I just, I just to, started this job. Mm-hmm. Right. Able, so. Yeah, but, I mean, we got people that can take you yeah. to your appointments, but I'm not having that. I, I need right. to be able to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so, with a little bit of leave, I do have accrued. I'm nickel and diamond, yeah. you know, so... Mm-hmm. I can get him to where it's he really, needs to really be. important. It is really important. There's been times when I could, I could see you, but I couldn't talk. Mm-hmm. And if you, they're asking like, what medicine did she take? What, mm-hmm. what does she have? Mm-hmm. There's been times and I had strangers around me mm-hmm. that no one could speak on my behalf because mm-hmm. no one knew what I took. My blood sugar was so low; they thought that I took insulin, and I was not on insulin. Mm-hmm. I did not. I don't take insulin, but yeah. I could hear them saying these things, and I'm like, I wish I could. I'm like trying to talk, and I can't say mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, and it's good. because, like, I, they were people were telling me, you need to get a. Uh, a band, um, a bracelet, mm-hmm. and because I'm stubborn, I'm like, I'm too cute to be walking around with some <laughs> medical band, <laughs> medical band on, talking about that, um, mm-hmm. you know, that I have health uh, seizures or whatever. I was like, mm-hmm. they have cute ones. I used to wear one. That's I'm cool. not wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I got my man now. I was so like, I wear it, yeah, I was like, they better get hip to this iPhone and know yes. how to press on my health thing on my iPhone. Mm-hmm. No, but that's that's good. And, and to your point earlier, you said, what, do, what advice would I give to couples? Mm-hmm. That's one of the advices that I would give. Must because be. if you don't know what medication yeah. they're taking or what they're allergic to. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> yes. Yeah, because yes. in the situation, it's too late to figure out. Oh yeah, it's uh, exactly. it's in my phone. Oh my right. phone dead. Yep, mm-hmm. it is too late. And I've been married to my husband. We're going on 
umpteen years. How many years have you been married? Oh, <laughs> um, 18 <laughs> years, almost 18 years. And in October, it'd be 18. And just a, a few um months ago, I realized that he was allergic to like penicillin. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like, how come I didn't know you were allergic to penicillin? And he told me, he told me, no, you did not tell me. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> that is very important. Right. Because exactly. that is one of the first things that they'll give you when you have like an infection. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. that is absolutely true. Those are, yeah. those are huge things that I don't know if anybody thinks about because almost without a shadow of a doubt, somebody's going to get sick. Absolutely. Somebody's going to get sick. You know, these bodies are not forever. So Mm -hmm. it's important to know how to handle it. It's also important, in my opinion, not to make someone feel bad when they get sick because it's out of their control. There's nothing that you can do about it when they are sick. So what advice would you give to a person? For instance, um, you said that they don't have um, they you don't have a leave. How would you go about helping someone whose spouse needs assistance, but you don't have leave to personally do it yourself? So what would you do? Well, we both have family in the area. And so instead of calling on the same person every time, I would just kind of ask and rotate around and see who can, Mm -hmm. who's available. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we make the appointments as late as possible so that I can still be there. But I'm talking about specifically taking care of them. So let's say he had a surgery or something. Oh, I, I know. Do you feel do you feel bad? Do you feel bad if she can't be there? Absolutely. Do you make her feel bad? Do no, you he feel bad? He doesn't make me feel bad. No. You just feel bad. I just feel bad. If I can't be there to take care of him, mm-hmm. um, that would bother me. That that would bother me. So if it's something that we can plan so that we there, we there. Cool. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Heck with it. I'm there. I mean, <laughs> it's another nurse in that building, and they didn't have a nurse before. They will figure it out. I don't know that's right. I got one of him. And I, I think, that's and right. I, that's so all I'm going to say. I'm not sweating that. I think, I think it's not that I'll make her feel bad, mm-hmm. but she wants to take care of me. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful thing. That's yeah. that's when I know that I'm loved. Yeah. Um, when, when you're willing to go above and beyond. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Uh, absolutely. I feel like it's above and beyond. I feel like it's what I'm supposed to do. I know that's right. You better preach. Because <laughs> if I don't. Who will? Mm, I did somebody. <laughs> I wish so. Okay. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you. <laughs> I did somebody. There's some people that might try. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yes, They're not going to have a try. There are some people that will try, mm-hmm. honey. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I don't want to get off on that. So right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, because I've had people try to tell me what my husband like. I'm like, I didn't ask you. What my, I know what my husband like. I know exactly what he needs. And it is not you. Right? Not you. Um, but so let's talk about this. You talked about having a blended family. Yes. You talked about um, um, how you guys call them. What is it? How do you refer to them? You're seven. And what do you we're, how do you? we're a party of seven. So uh, it's two X around seven. Two X around seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're a party of seven. So what advice could you give to people that have blended families that are having difficulty with um, blending their family? It takes time. Okay. It takes time, but I really think social media helped because really? our children clicked. 
Mm-hmm. They did. They clicked so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think from the outside, people thought we were forcing it, but we weren't. Really? Yeah. Listen, our kids came up with it. <laughs> this, this is when I knew them jokers belonged together. So, in any house, mm-hmm. most houses, you'll have a sofa. Mm-hmm. Our kids made a game out of the sofa. Really? Yeah, it's called sofa ball. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? my goodness. They would take the uh, a ball and they would run around like it was football mm-hmm. and jump on each other and hit the sofa. What? And, man, they would tear up that wall. We. To this That's day, so they still say sofa ball, yeah. and they will they will laugh. Really? I, I mean, they could be in a bad yeah. mood and say sofa ball, and they'll laugh. That's cool. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So you think that social media was a big part of that? I think so because they they got to know each other on their own. Okay. So we didn't mm-hmm. we didn't have to force it, really? but we made sure that we all supported each other's activities. Okay. When if one person had some, we all went. Okay. Um, football, lacrosse, ROTC, volleyball, softball, baseball. Even today. Anything. All right. <laughs> Even today. I heard you say this, and I, I want to bring this before we kind of close out, but I want to for you to help some people because I think mm-hmm. I've heard you talk about this before, about disciplining. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And having to step in and discipline. Mm-hmm. How do you handle that mm-hmm. when um, you're disciplining? I know you don't necessarily refer to them as your stepchildren, but mm-hmm. how do you – if someone else, if it's not necessarily your blood child, how do you re- discipline them or vice versa? What do you do? How do you handle those that, situations? That is a, a <laughs> that is a touchy situation. Yes. Yes. And the reason that it's a touchy situation because you're talking about taking care of somebody else's right. children. Yeah. But while they're in your care, right. there are some things that you can do and some things that you can't do. Mm-hmm. So... You have to have that conversation up front. Listen, yeah, we we had to. Yeah, yeah. Listen, okay. If, if I if I hit one, I'm gonna hit the other one the same way. Okay. If one's not gonna be able to jump off the wall, the other one's not gonna be able mm-hmm. to jump off the wall. Um, you know, so you have your standard rules and your standard guidelines. I, I don't know if people will get on me. Oh, that's corporal punishment. Spare the rod, spoil the child. Mm-hmm. I got beat. No, I got <laughs> beat, beat. And and I'm okay. Wow. And I'm I was okay. 14. <laughs> right. right. So so there's there's sometimes when <clears throat> when it becomes necessary yeah. to be a, a disciplinarian. Yeah. And and in the relationship, whether it's the male or the female. It needs to be understood that, okay, this is far and this is too far. And yeah. This is what we're going to accept. Right. And this is what we're not going of to course. accept. And if you're not able to get to that truth, then everything that comes after it, behind it, is going to seem vindictive mm. or uh, impartial, mm. um, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. We it def- does. definitely had to have that conversation up front. Gotcha. And, and I say up front, but not until... It took place. I right. get you know? what you're saying. And okay, it was like, okay. whoa, I don't know who you think you are, oh, okay. but this is not how I handle it. Okay. But this is how I handle it. Okay, well, then we need to come somewhere in the middle okay. and handle it. Okay. And then, but you, the kids, they, they think we don't argue. 
So <laughs> we never did it in front of them. That's but we true. got to that medium. And then that way, when mm-hmm. we're in front of them, we, we're standing as You're one united one in front. That's really good. And that, that's something that I just refuse to do. I mean, I will, mm-hmm. I will shut down and let you argue with yourself all day, but I won't <laughs> argue in front of the kids. Okay. That's just something that I wouldn't do. Now that's a that's a problem, you know. Now I see it as a problem yeah, because I shut. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm just saying for down. right oh, for, yeah, for for my communication part, yes. mm-hmm. that is a problem. Yes. Gotcha. But I refuse to argue in front of the kids because I didn't want to leave that disdain, that that taste mm-hmm. in their mouth, mm-hmm. or or that level of disrespect. Oh, this is how I supposed to talk to them. Right. You know. Right. You know. I got you. We actually had a came up with a code word. If something wasn't rubbing us the right way, then we had a code word. That's and good. It kind of redirected. Really? Mm-hmm. That's great. That we is haven't great. used that code word in years. Right. We're That's doing awesome. It. We it. That's really, really good. <laughs> that probably helps somebody. Yeah. That's great. That alone. Um mm-hmm. so we're about to close, but I want to tell you guys, thank you. This was really, really good. You have helped a lot of people. So in closing, tell me if you had the the chance to go back the night before you got married. Um, and tell yourself or give yourself some advice, what would you say to yourself? Mm, the night before. <laughs> Don't both answer it. No. Right. I think, you know, just kicking ourselves that we waited so long. That's, really? that's the thing. Like, I just, I wish he had came and knocked on my door. I really do, because I would have jumped at the chance to marry him so many years ago. And so I guess now to be like, don't wait, Mm. just do it. Like, Mm. oh, God. That's beautiful. It's all his fault, though. We should have been married, but whatever. (laughs) I don't know. I don't don't know. Um, Practice patience. Just be patient, because I was. I was the wilder one. He calmed me down. Okay. He calmed me down, I think. Really? I calmed her down. I'm, yeah. I'm not really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. I know Smokey a little bit. Right. Really. Right. <laughs> okay. What would you say, Smokey? I don't know. Really? I really don't. Really? What would I say to me? Mm-hmm. The day before I got married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Knowing all that you know now, yeah. you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, maybe there's things that were, like, if you could get a do-over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like Oh, if, if I, I could, could do, get a if, do-over? Yeah. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. So, right. so this right here? Yeah, I, I mean, I love the experiences that I've had in life. Mm-hmm. Even, even my failures tell you the truth I like them because it lets me know my boundaries it lets me know that what I can't do and it lets me know what I won't do mm. anymore and I think that's what helped me appreciate her mm. for who she is and I mean most people would be uh, um, infuriated how are you gonna marry a doctor and you don't even have an associate's degree. That, you know, that's what mm. I was gonna say. I'm just, I'm glad you, you, you push me and you encourage me. You, you don't hate on me, or you don't feel threatened by the fact 
that I have an education. And that was an issue prior to you. Wow. Mm. And and so I get the complete opposite. And and so, yeah, thank you. That's mm-hmm. awesome. She made me made me want to go back and do better. That's where we are where we are. Mm-hmm. That's you know, awesome. So. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, thank you guys. I really, really appreciate this. This was absolutely amazing. I appreciate it. Absolutely amazing. So, again, tell everybody before we leave, how can they get to your podcast and see your podcast? Like, follow, share, subscribe on YouTube, Instagram. Oh, like, follow, share, subscribe (laughs) on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Facebook is Pandora. 2X Around 7. 2x around seven with Smokey and Tammy. I'm Smokey and I'm Tammy. Wow, that was so amazing. I hope you guys enjoyed our live relationship edition of Love and Health with my wonderful friends, Smokey and Tammy Frazier. I hope to see you again next time. See you soon. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to like share, follow, and subscribe. Catch up on previous episodes on any of your favorite podcast outlets.